0: The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence. Where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body Mind Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network and Oneness Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show and we are still looking at this amazing fact that we will achieve ascension. That one thought alone could change our whole concept of life. It's not a remote thing, it's not something that others did, it's something we can all do and we've been told how in the sixth freedom of the nine freedoms by Mars Sector Six through the somatic transmediumship mediumship of Dr George King which he entered at will and that's a, a key thing in what we're looking at now when Dr King entered somatic trance to take these transmissions he had no memory afterwards of the content of them no conscious recall of what had been said because he had consumed or shall we say transmuted his conscious mind into pure superconsciousness, and so His conscious mind was not active. It wasn't recording the content of it in his memory bank. His entire focus would be on receiving the beam of thought transmitted to a particular chakra within him and maintain a complete purity of reception, not on what was actually being said in that thought beam. And if he allowed his conscious mind into it, he probably would have altered the content. And so would, of course, his subconscious mind, which is the storehouse of memory, if he allowed that to influence his state of being. It's really quite something to be so advanced that you can enter the high somatic states at will. It's very rare, but it is attainable. And that, according to Mars Sector 6, is when we become what he called a virtual flame in the darkness. So let's continue with this by looking at the uh, next extract from where we left off in the last show, and this is from the Sixth Freedom by Mars Sector Six through Dr. King, and it's about this flame. I'll ask our producer Darren to play this extract, please. A flame which gaineth energy from itself, a flame all transmuting, all vibrant, all living all light a flame which cannot be extinguished a flame which burneth a brightly a despite all environment all pressing condition That is the terrestrial individual, maybe a man, maybe a woman, maybe of any race or any religious background or spiritual tradition uh, who is on the verge and ready for ascension or is approaching ascension is I think the term Mars Sector 6 used. A flame which gaineth energy from itself, a flame all transmuting, all vibrant, all living, all light, a flame which cannot be extinguished a flame which burneth brightly despite all environment all pressing condition you know i was once told uh, by uh, dr king that the uh, six adepts and this is just told to me verbally in in a place called the retreat in in north devon near holston down for those who know it um where he had a residence at the time And he just told me quite casually, he said, you know, the adepts don't use the word circumstance. Uh, They don't believe in it. They only believe in prevailing conditions. And that was quite a key to me because it showed their attitude. They will not be limited by whatever the environment, whatever the pressing conditions, as the Marsexist calls it, around them. And there's a good lesson there. Now, according to Raja Yoga, as taught by Swami Sivananda, for example, and other great yogas, going back to Sri Patanjali, when samadhi takes place, the meditator, the object of their meditation, and the process of meditation, the mental process, if you like, are merged into one. There's no longer a distinction between these three. There is only one thing. In concentration or dharana, you have... All those three things going on, they're all present. In contemplation, or dhyana, used to be called meditation, you move beyond the process of concentration, and you have two of those three still present, the contemplator and the object of their contemplation are still present. But in meditation, which as far as Dr. King was concerned, is samadhi, your ego is transmuted, the only thing present then Is the object of your meditation or the result of that meditation you know it completely not only the mind but the very essence or purpose of whatever you choose to meditate upon there's one stage higher than that that's cosmic consciousness some have called that nervicalpa samadhi you know they break samadhi down into many states some teachers uh, some have called it seedless samadhi because the last vestige or seed of consciousness has then been transmuted into pure super consciousness without ego or even mind being present. And such a one then, we're told, becomes that which he chooses to focus on. He's part of the cosmos as a whole. And all this can be attained. Not, and This is a key thing. Not just when the mood is right, the atmosphere, the location are just right for it, but at any time, regardless of environment, at will. That's the calibre of human being, terrestrial human being, which is being referred to by Mars Sector 6 as this flame in the darkness. Uh, It gains energy from itself. In other words, the individual isn't dependent on any other source. We had a great question last time about external validation i think that's a very good phrase because i think so many people on earth and if we're honest at times all of us rely far too much on that but these intelligences these people advanced people but still people they don't rely on that Uh, they gain an energy from itself this individual isn't dependent on another source of energy It's one thing to gain even a lower state than samadhi in a beautiful environment, a holy place of pilgrimage. A great thing to do, by the way. I would encourage it. But there you're going to an energy source. It's another thing to do it in a busy city where the vibration around you is contrary to the direction you're going. in. it's hostile, it's basic, it's materialistic. But if you gain energy from yourself, that's the divine presence within us all, those things won't deter you and they certainly can't stop you a flame which is all transmuting all vibrant all living all light and whether people come into contact with such an individual know it or not their very presence will transmute basic thinking the vibrant energy they exude actually strangely probably won't be as detectable to an ordinary person uh, because it's so high, as, say, a, a charismatic politician or entertainer. Uh, their magnetism, whether you like it or not, is probably quite easy to detect because it's not so high. But a master of this caliber could change you without you even knowing it, consciously. As Liao Tzu once said, and I think this is a wonderful thing, that the greatest leader is the one when the people change and they think they did it themselves. Tao Te Ching, wonderful, a flame which cannot be extinguished. Now that's very important because attempts will be made. I'm going to say will be made directly and indirectly to extinguish this light from uh, from from existence or from from the sphere therein. And there are there are examples I could give a few who have really been attacked, and they try to prevent them. Uh, attaining enlightenment certainly Sri Aurobindo I I don't know what state he reached but he said that Padmasambhava definitely back in the 8th century who took uh, Buddhism to Tibet he said that the Yogi Milarepa in the 10th century in the Himalayas he said that but one who's entered Samadhi at will is a flame which cannot be extinguished because they will overcome all the obstacles in the way a wonderful thing uh, and I think it's a very inspiring thing, a flame which burneth brightly despite all environment, all
1: pressing condition. What say you, Darren? Uh, thanks, Richard. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, that, that that last message there is so inspiring about, you know, how overcoming every obstacle in the path and the quest for spiritual enlightenment, even ascension here. But I think one of the passages that really stood out to me is the way that this flame is described as all transmuting because we were um, right. reminded of a quote by Dr. King recently, in which he says, the greatness of a person is measured by the degree to which they evolve everything they come into contact with. And Absolutely. I think that's- yes, good point. And so in yeah. the spirit of what you're saying there. Mm. But if you're tuning in for the first time, um, you can find out more about the nine freedoms, about Mars Sector 6, who gave these teachings, and Dr. George King by visiting our website. That's aetherius.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. And as always, we share a question, a comment, an experience, or even you know, a moment of truth from you on every show. And uh, do get in touch with us. Do share it with us. We'd love to share it with with everyone here. You can write to us at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. So I've got a short question and a comment here today. Uh, Well, a comment and a question here today, Richard. Um, I don't know if this person got this from our teachings enough, but in any case, they're they're really onto it with this question, I would say. Um, But they start in this way. A big thank you to everyone on the Spiritual Freedom Show for reaching out to the ordinary man on his eternal quest to find his place in life and know his destiny. Well done then he goes on to the question at some point it's very possible next terrestrial being will come to earth openly what is stopping this next master coming to earth to prepare those people who've got a chance of making it and those who may have raised their vibrations sufficiently so that only the people left here will be those who are willing and able to live in harmony with the mother earth
0: Um, well that's a great question I must say and it's um, it could be answered very simply in one word which is karma But I'd Mm. like to sort of elaborate on that more. Um, These individuals, these intelligences behind the cosmic plan for our world, they understand us far better than we understand ourselves. They know the optimum time for such a coming because the point is this. When this intelligence does come, and and they will, and when they come openly and they prove themselves to all people, which will happen, then the karma will be very, very different and much more Mm. severe for those who reject them. And I'm afraid some will reject them even after they've given uh, their proof. Uh, And that is known. And so although there are some of us who from a selfish point of view, you might say would love that coming to take place today um, for the benefit of the humanity as a whole, uh, it may not be in the best interests uh, of, of, of humanity as a whole because it would cause mm. immediate sorting, uh, which was also prophesied, and uh, people would be accountable for how they responded. And so that's all known, it's all taken into account, as is the wish and the uh, requirements of Mother Earth, which is another factor of, of great complexity in determining this timing. But I would say, for the majority of humanity, in some ways, the later the better. Uh, mm. But that isn't the only factor, humanity, because the Mother Earth is a, is a more important one even than humanity.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know we have this opportunity now to prepare everybody to do what uh, to work obviously to help as many people as possible to be prepared for this moment and um, you know this opportunity is for us to to manipulate karma as you say to raise the consciousness of of humanity on a massive global scale so that when this time comes as it will do in future that as many people as possible, which is I aim, have the opportunity to go into the New Age together with the Mother Earth.
0: And it's very relevant to the Spiritual Freedom Show, because these teachings, the Nine Freedoms, were really given in the light of the coming New Age, and that's what the next Master's Coming will herald, basically, the coming Mm. New Age. And we've got them early, you might say. We've got them now. (laughs) That may be through the grace of Dr. George King, by the way. I can't mm. say that dogmatically, but it wouldn't surprise me. So we have these great advanced teachings, primarily for the adepts in the new age now to act upon. That's one of the reasons they're so advanced, but still very understandable. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this particular show again. And we end, as we always do end, with this wonderful quote, our motto, the Aether Society motto as well, I should say, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment.